Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. Hello and welcome to uh, True Romance, I believe it's called. And uh, I just want to say happy Valentine's Day. This episode's coming out on Thursday, but today, Tuesday is valentine's day i want to say something about valentine's day for the single girls you know mm. what i'm really sick of you know what i i nearly hate yeah galentine's day or like happy valentine's day to my girls single girl like anything that commodifies like just being single on valentine's day and just being with your girls i don't know why i hate it so much i think it's because it feels like a consolation prize and I'm like, I don't want to hang out with anyone. I just want to be sad about this, okay? And I'm not even sad. I usually, like, feels weird, but... I usually feels weird on this day. I usually feels weird on this day, but... I think, listen, I think Valentine's Day is fucking stupid. Um, but I also am really glad to have plans with female friends tonight. Actually... Um, so I'm going to see John Early's show with Oh, that's really fun. My friends Haley and Hannah. And then Do we want to talk about your sexual feelings towards John Early? I mean, there's not much to say besides I think he's incredibly deeply attractive and so fucking hot and I can't do anything about it because he's gay. <laughs> it's the same way I feel about Matt Rogers. Like I'm just I know. like great, great. Thanks for showing me that, God. And I shall never touch it. Um, and I know these men think they've struggled with being queer in a cis hetero society, but I've struggled more with not being allowed to have sex with, with them. a crush on them. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going with them and Haley's husband also surprised her with tickets to the same show. So they're going to go separately on a date and I'm going to be with the gals, as they say. I've gone back and forth a lot about like the recovery from the breakup being like, I should just be allowed to be as sad as I want to be. And like, just feel the feelings and just be sad. And like, it just is what it is. And I have to just go through it and don't escape the feelings versus the fact that I'm like kind of pretending I like, don't know better. 
if that makes sense. Right. No, 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 I don't. You mean I have a lot of these like old ideas about myself where I'm like, okay, I'm just fucking insane right now. Like I'm insane. And even to my psychiatrist, I was like, okay, I'm being crazy. Like I was like, I think I need to up my medication. Like I just, I'm like reacting so crazy to this breakup, like whatever. My coping mechanisms are so bad. It's, it's awful. And then he's like, okay, can you like list some of the things that aren't working or like that are bad coping mechanisms or like, can you list some of the things that you have done? That's helpful. And I'm like listing it. And he was like, okay, it doesn't sound abnormal at all. It's like a normal response to a breakup. I don't think you have to change your medication. And I was like, so you don't think I have a personality disorder based on how I'm feeling right now. Um, and then it's like, I have this thing of like, I'm hopeless. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, what am I supposed to do? Someone tell me, but it's like, People have told me I just haven't been doing it. Like I was talking to my friend Haley yesterday and I was like, I had just such a bad depression day. Like I couldn't get off the couch and it's just so hard to like exercise. It's so hard to do anything when you're depressed. And she was like, well, one thing you could do like is try tricking yourself into doing things. Like I like to go for a walk in the morning to get my coffee. And then it's like I had to get up out of bed because I went to get the coffee. So this morning... Uh, I woke up. I the first thing I did after checking all the social media of my ex, which I now it's literally like it's just muscle memory. I'm like, okay, check this person's story, this person's story, this person's that, that, that. Got it. Okay, Uh, no updates. Okay, got it. And then I listened to Valentine by Fiona Apple. Sure. um, And then Haley texted me and she's like, did you go for a walk to get coffee? And I was like, Mm, I'm a little busy. I've been catching up on some stuff. Sorry that your schedule isn't as stacked as mine, but I've had things to do this morning. I have a lot of songs to listen to. So I'm like, fine, whatever. I'll fucking try something different. I go on the walk. I'm in Seattle, by the way. The extent of like the beauty that is surrounding my Airbnb that I have completely ignored by like staying inside and being depressed most days. I was like, this is actually just like a joke that this has just been sitting here this whole time. And I like haven't gone outside. It was so stunning and like everywhere I looked was just like natural beauty and I chose even though I wanted to listen to my sad breakup playlist I chose to listen to this podcast on NPR called how to get over someone and it was just basically talking about like doing the opposite of what you feel like you want to do so that's that's what I did this morning and it honestly was effective also guess how many times I checked my ex's social media on the walk zero one time just one okay and it was about an hour long walk so that's really good I also am trying to think I'm trying to change my thinking around so basically I'm like trying to take this approach of like I'm just going to do the opposite of what I want to do and so I want to hate Valentine's Day I want to be like wow must be fucking nice I want to be like oh all you people who choose to commit to each other and like show acts of love every day and like whatever the fuck that is. But instead I'm going to try to be like, wow, love is really cool. I actually love love. I love being in love. I love loving someone. And I think everyone should be able to do that. And that's great. And just because one person wasn't able to do that with me, that's okay. I feel fine about that. I really liked everything you set up until the end where, um, (laughs) the the record scratched um yeah I, I it reminds me what you're talking about reminds me of when rupaul name drop was talking to will and i and 
He said, the answers to the universe are out there. Just nobody cares about them. Like, all of the answers are out there. We know all of the answers. We're, we know you, you know, being of service to the world is helpful. We know, you know, meditation works. We know exercise works. We know that things don't last forever. We know all of these things. How to feel better. There, there couldn't be more information out there. That isn't to say it's easy but it is to say that there's a lot of answers in terms of, you know, we, we are not the first people to recover from breakups. There's a lot of answers on how to feel better in this specific area. There's a lot of answers even on how to meet new people. There couldn't be more resources on how to meet new people. It's still uncomfortable. It's still painful work. You know, what I've been telling people recently, I had a friend who is frustrated with the online dating world, and I actually quoted you. I said, you know, I am an avoidant. I don't like it. But Devin has really emphasized that you have to put the work in to meeting people online. It's not just like you're not going to run into someone online when I go on once a month who's going to be the person. I have to go on painful dates. I have to walk through the discomfort. And I wish there was an easier way than just doing the right thing. I wish I could wait until a happier me just falls into my lap. But that's just not the case. And And I really do think like going outside is something that's a big deal. There's been plenty of times where that's been not possible for me. And as you know, me and the sun don't have necessarily a glowing relationship. Um, I've always been um, avoidant in my romantic life. And also physically, I don't, I don't like going outside, um, before 5 PM. So that is a big deal to decide to, um, join the world, so to speak, The trick is the trick. So the trick is like, okay, I'm going to get a really good coffee if I walk half a mile. And then once I walked the half the mile to get the coffee, I was like, wow, it's so beautiful out here. There actually happens to be a park right next to this coffee shop. Why don't I walk through the park? So yeah, that's the trick. I think the apps, it's interesting because the, um, the podcast that was like how to get over someone also said like, when you're ready, you should go back on dates with people, which I'm not ready at all. I'm completely emotionally unavailable due to being in love with someone who doesn't want to be with me. But I also am in Seattle and I know there is there is no drug to men on apps like a caption that says I'm only in town for a short period. It is catnip. It is it is literally like offering drugs on the street. So I decided to go on the apps and just be like, I'm only in Seattle, whatever. And um, I will say, like, it is helpful to just have strangers be like, you're attractive. Like, that just feels validating. And at the same time, it's also kind of freeing to be on, like, to be doing that process when I literally don't give a fuck about these people at all. Like, no offense to them. I'm just like, I can't possibly care about another person right now. So that being said... It is a little like upsetting to remember how terrible men can sometimes be. Right. It's a range from disappointing to terrible. Yeah. Um, Some are entertaining. I don't know. But this is the thing about life. Obviously, like you just said, it's like it turns out that like everything everyone tells you is is like true in the end. It's like, oh, exercise actually makes you feel better. Really? I'm going to actually try to deny that for the first three decades of my life. And then you're like, oh, it actually does help like move your body, whatever. And like all I've heard my whole life is like, you have to love yourself to be with someone else. Like you have to learn to be okay with just yourself. And I never once have tried to do that. And thinking about like the past like few years, it's like, okay, I I was in like a significant relationship in my early 20s. I chose to get out of that to like 
basically to be like, I'm going to like live my own life. Like, I don't want to like get married to this person and settle down yet. And lucky for him because he ended up going on to win the bachelorette. Um, so he's doing well. And then meanwhile, me, um, I then was like single for a year where I, I did very minimal. Like I like didn't learn to be okay with myself at all. I just like was like a little bit crazed for a year. And then I got into a relationship, got out of it a month later, met someone else, got into another relationship, got out of it three months later, met my most recent ex, you know? So it's like, I haven't really been alone with myself at all. And I've also continued to choose people who I'm like, like there's like something that I can like obsess about and like try to figure out about this person and like try to like change them and try to be enough for them. And like, I just haven't sat with myself. So like, I, I guess that's what I'm going to try to do. That's what I've been trying to do for the past few hours. I'll say. (laughs) I really like that perspective. I think that I have a similar one, which is that I I agree. I've never loved myself fully, completely, or the the times I have, I swear, and I'm not just saying this, I have been a magnet to men. The times where I'm just like, I love myself. You are lucky to be with me. Honestly, any guy who meets me should be obsessed with me. That was literally how I met my first, you know, serious boyfriend in college to the extent that he constantly was like, I'm obsessed with you. You are amazing, et cetera, et cetera. I really do think self-love, brings results in your love life. And I think that I'm at a place right now where I'm not completely in acceptance of what I look like. I'm not, I don't think I'm quote unquote unattractive. I just, I'm my physically different than I've ever been in my life. And that, especially given some romantic rejection I experienced last year, it's been really hard for me to feel like it's going to be worth it. Like I'm going to have a good time going out on dates And watching my friends who I think are perfectly able-bodied and not, you know, don't have to deal with some of the things I have to deal with physically and watching them struggle makes me even more resistant to going out there. But I also look at evidence of women who just love themselves and find themselves relationships with people who feel similarly. And so I really have to look at the right evidence. I have to look at the evidence that supports me going out in the world, not the evidence that supports me going in, because I will find that I, I will find proof that I should not go out in the world. And I need to just look at the proof that says, no, you're safe. Go experience love. It does exist. It does. I want true Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's so funny how easy it is like when your friends like hear me hearing you talk about it. It's so easy for me to be like, are you kidding? Like you don't think love exists out there for you? Obviously it does. But then like for myself, I'm like, no, <laughs> she she sh- she shall not be loved. She will no. not be loved. Contrary contrary to Maroon Five, she will actually not be loved. Contrary to Adam Levine, who once said she will not be loved, and then also said, "Ooh, I may have to see that booty." I know. Um, some people feel neither. All right. So this is the thing: the industries of self help will tell me I need to love myself. Meanwhile, why does it seem that it is easy for some girls? To hook up with celebrities. Why has that never happened to me? I feel like I should hook up with a celebrity like and and it just is so it doesn't seem like it will be in my path. Um, I have conflicting opinions about this. Okay, a few things. One of which is that I believe that most actors and musicians are cheaters. And I'll explain why. But where do they find their cheating people? Like, I think, okay, here's (laughs) the thing. No, no, I know. Why, Why can't it be me, though? Right. And so how does it happen? No, but I think this is the thing. I think it's like, I think these types of celebrities, they only go after like the Instagram, like bikini model girls. Okay. So that's just not me because I'm actually deep. And if you can't see, I actually have stacks of books right next to my computer. because She's holding up three books. Because I am really an intellectual. So I guess that's just the difference between me and the girl who Adam Levine named his son after, after he... Yeah, you also don't have a BBL um, and you have human sized lips. You don't have lips that touch your nose and your chin at the same time. Okay, I think that I have a big butt and big lips. You know, that's not what I was talking about. So let's not play Lost in Translation, shall we? It's so funny. This reminds me of there's this charity, Sheldrick Trust, which is one of my favorite charities. It works with um, abandoned elephants, orphaned elephants. It's pretty much like both makes me cry and makes me smile all at once. And I found out that there were um, two men, heirs to a fortune, who helped fund the charity and helped do work with it. These men happen to be freakishly hot, freakishly hot, and not just hot like Pamela Anderson's sons are hot. They are hot, and they're also literally flying helicopters to help injured lions and tigers and help rescue elephants. So their posts are literally like, today we helped save a tiger's foot. Today we helped a lion get better. And I'm staring, like literally ready to rip my clothes off and, you know, meet them wherever they want. I decide, hey, I'm going to look at the people they follow to see like what kind of romantic entanglements they may have found themselves in. I 
think that I have found them. Like, I think that I've literally found, you know, gold in the rivers of California. Yet I see who they follow and all they have are like relationships with Instagram models, like Instagram models that are like freakish, the kind of girls who can wear Emrata's swimsuit line and look amazing. So that's not great. I know. Well, men, it's it goes back to like men are dumb, like stupid and dumb. Like it's like I remember um, someone I was dating. I like showed a picture of Larsa Pippen and I was like, look how bad she looks now. Like she has a huge BBL. She has huge fake lips like. She used to be so beautiful. And I was like, oh, she looks so bad. And he was like, oh, I think she looks good. And I was like, really? <laughs> and I was like, really? So you want me to look exactly like that? Okay. So okay, you want me to? I okay, will. so I will. <laughs> All right, cool. So I will. <laughs> Just calculating the cost of a BBL in Mexico. Hold, Great. Please. I will be doing that. See Taking you a, soon. Booking my Spirit Airlines flight to Tulum. I um, did Do consider a BBL they, I mean, I don't even want to know. BBLs are so disgusting when They're you dangerous. actually watch the surgery. They're so dangerous. They're, I, I don't know why. I think I was just at a, a last resort place where I was like, okay, I don't want fake tits. Maybe I'll just get a fake ass. And then looking at footage of what they do to your butt when they give you a BBL, I was like, or maybe self-love is just going to have to be the, <laughs> the cheaper, easier yeah. way with minimum downtime in a hospital and no chance of your butt fat leaking to the rest of your body and killing you. I am pro plastic surgery, as you know, as we both are. So whatever you want to do to make you make yourself more comfortable is totally fine. But I think that the Instagram model, I I, I don't want to be with someone who would choose an Instagram model over me. That's what I'll say. I want to be with someone who falls in love with me. My dream person is someone who thinks that I'm as great as an Instagram model and not just because I want to be with, you know, a great guy, but girls I identify with the girls I have fun with the girls who get me, I feel like are the kind of girls like you, like most of our friends who most of all of our straight friends rather who, when we talk about loving Channing Tatum, they're like, oh my God, he's so hot. When we talk about loving Jack Black, they're like, oh my God, he's so hot. Because they're like normal human beings who love the soul of a person, the experience of a person, and don't just see people like who can sexualize like intellect, sense of humor, understand life in, I think, a more clear, concise way. If a girl said to me when I talked about Jack Black, ew, what are you talking about? I would be like, I don't know how to speak to you anymore. And by the way, we are on a different level. We don't understand this. We are not just you're shallow, quote unquote, but like if you don't understand the sex appeal of someone like that, then then what? Do you understand? What are you attracted to? You're probably the kind of girl who just hangs out with other attractive girls without like considering their character. And by the way, you don't have to look too deep into my own personal relationship history to see that I'm able to sexualize a sense of humor. Um, Now, on the subject of Channing Tatum, further things that have been helpful to me are attending... I mean, this was like, this was a thing from God and one of the, one of the listeners, and I'm sorry that I'm so religious now. It just, it just kind of happened as we knew, heard on my last episode. I'm a praiser of our Lord and savior. (laughs) I listened to our last episode and literally every other sentence, Devin goes, well, I was talking to Jesus Christ and we know that I was talking to our Lord and savior and I was speaking in tongues. Jesus. Okay. So Jesus did put into my path a gift and one of our listeners wrote in about it, which is that Magic Mike's last dance came out. Shortly after my breakup, I'm on I'm on week three of the breakup now. And some would say I'm actually technically on week one because I did stop all contact this week. 
which lol in the last episode there was like a listener question i was like oh i don't really know like people are different they're like do you have to stop contact with someone to get over them and i was like um i don't know people are different like i don't have the answer to this and now i'm like no you actually do um well i mean you do if you're like me i guess people are different but it's like when you're in the position of having strong feelings for someone who doesn't want to be with you it's not great to be like texting them about small talk because you'll think like oh their name comes up and you're like oh it's him saying I actually made a mistake and I'm wrong and you're perfect and I wouldn't want to be with anyone else. And then you're the being text- dishonest with yourself. You're not being real with yourself. You're not being real about your motives. When you're staying in contact with an ex, there is for me an 80 okay, percent. Sorry, but you fully interrupted me and started talking about something else. And now I don't even remember what I was saying. OK, well, if you want to talk about an interrupter, you can look at your own family. And when I say that, I mean, Cookie Cookie has been interrupting our podcast ever since you got her. And you need to get real about the kind of people you keep in your life because Cookie has attacked you multiple times. and I have said not a word. Okay, but I was in the middle of the joke and you like interrupted and started talking about something else. And then I didn't get to finish what I was saying. Cookie's done that to me so many times on this podcast. I don't even know how to count. I don't even know how to count anymore. Well, what I was trying to say was you will see the person's name pop up on your phone and you're like, oh, they're texting to say, I actually miss you so much and I only want to be with you and I don't want to be with anyone else because you're perfect and no one compares to you. And then the message is like, I just watched this documentary. It was pretty boring or something. And you're like, great. Um, So it reminds me. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) It reminds me of when I was in high school and I was a sophomore really hoping to be invited to junior prom and a junior came up to me, Jordan Parr, and said, can I talk to you for a second? And my heart started beating like a rabbit. And I said, yeah, what's up? And I knew that he didn't have a prom date. And he said, are you really Mormon? Because I had joked <laughs> that I was Mormon. And I was like, this could not be the conversation this, that we we're, were supposed we're to have. We're on different pages. Yeah. You're like, okay, I guess we're on different pages because literally if you said, do you want to come over and have sex with me in my garage tonight? I would have said yes. And instead you are asking me about my religious preferences because of a joke I made about being Mormon. It's actually like, I mean, so I'm rereading, um, the year of magical thinking by Joan Didion. And I know she's talking Come on, about things do not have to be that bad. <laughs> well, she, it, it's really helpful though, because like she talks about like, obviously it's about like the death of her husband, but she's talking about like this magical thinking thing of like, I'm like thinking like a child. Like I know this is irrational. I know it makes so, no sense. And she talks about believing that her thinking could change the reality of the situation. Like I think he's actually coming home. I think. And like, that's literally how I've been operating where I'm like, no, no, no. I think he's actually changing his mind right now. I think right now in this moment, he's probably talking to someone who's like, wait, Devin, she was actually the best. And then he's going to be like, oh yeah, she was the best. Okay. Let me call her right now. Let me show up at her door. But Seattle, that's not too far. Let me hop on over. Like that's how my mind's been working. So maybe I have to combat that. Um, but the point was, I, one thing that helped me combat that was going to see Magic Mike's Last Dance, which I don't even know if you can call it a movie. It is a completely nonsensical collection of moments on screen, some of which are absolute pure pornographic ecstasy, and some of which are totally insane. And like the fact that this was chosen... It just, I kept thinking I was laughing. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those movies that's like so bad. It's good. Like I was laughing so hard at the actual 
plot points because I kept thinking like, wow, someone was like in a room being like, okay, so then he's going to say, do you still want to get back together with your ex? And she's going to be like, no, I'm over him. And then he's going to be like, oh, but I want your ex's money. And she's going to be like, wait, what? And then he's like, just kidding. And that's a whole conversation, you know, (laughs) or like it just it it none of it made any sense. The whole plot of the movie is just that, like, basically, Mike, who ended the second movie, like doing really well and like seemed fine. But like in the third movie, it's like he's really down and out because of covid. And there's a there's a British narrator for some reason saying that like he's down and out and he didn't survive the pandemic with his furniture business. So now he's a bartender. And then Salma Hayek like wants to pay him for a lap dance. And then they have like the hottest sex scene I've literally ever seen. Like I was screaming and I felt again, as I always do in the Magic Mike movies, like I was like, I should not be watching this in public. Like this is totally inappropriate. The amount of turned on I am watching this. Um, And then she's like, I think you have a talent and I want you to like put on a show in London. So it's basically becomes an advertisement for Magic Mike Live in London. And then like the plot is just basically like, I don't even know, like there's something about her ex-husband I don't understand at all. But it was like once, like as Danny Pellegrino says, one star, but also five stars. Like I would, I would 1000% would watch it 17 more times, but it also was completely horrible. He might as well be on the moon. It might as well be science fiction. I'm not there for the logic. I'm not really there for the story. We are really there for Channing Tatum's body and, and honestly, Sama Hayek's boobs. Oh my gosh. She looks incredible. Talk about God. Talk about God coming down and blessing us. She looks so good. At one point, she takes Magic Mike to dinner with all her friends because she's this rich lady and she wants to like show him off. And then she's like, Mike, tell all my friends about your show. And he's like, uh, well, it's sort of like this. And she's like, don't tell them. It's supposed to be a surprise. And then like they just move on from that. I'm like, wait, that was crazy. Why did she do that? I'm like, she's kind of emotionally abusive to him. She like screams at him all the time. It's just like, it's so it's so perfect. I want true romance. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I love a good breakup movie. I mean, I was really thinking about going back to SATC starting from the top. Starting from the top of Sex and the City, having to watch through a lot of bad jokes, a lot of old humor that doesn't hold up. And, you know, as we all have seen on Instagram, it looks like Carrie and Aiden get back together in the next season of And Just Like That, which talk about no plot there. I cannot wait for the worst TV I've ever seen, which was Che Diaz and the first season of um, And Just Like That. I'm very excited for plot lines that don't make sense, pieces of dialogue that we never hear back from because this stuff is like Valium to the brain. Sometimes I need a TV show, a series with barely any stakes, with barely any conflict when I feel overwhelmed by my life. You know, I, I really like Never Have I Ever on Netflix. I really like teenage shows like The Summer I Turned Pretty has no conflict in it. It is a girl in a beach house and there's a bunch of guys around her. That's really it. And um, it it puts me to sleep. I imagine it's what people give patients when they're supposed to be in a self-induced coma. And that is really helpful to me. I think it's it's okay to do what you're doing, which is to say, I am falling apart. I need to experience that. Okay, I need to go out in the world. I think we are always on that beam between when am I supposed to shut it down? When do I actually need to push myself a little bit? And after a breakup is a really extreme period of that. You know, it's like being sick where you're like, okay, I should drink soup. I should spend a day just in bed. I should just watch TV. I shouldn't worry about work. And then it's kind of when you're, you have to be honest with yourself. Like I still, I'm not feeling great, but I need to rejoin the workforce. I need to rejoin the world. I need to respond to text messages. And it makes me think of our good friend, Hannah, who once said every day I wake up thinking I should stay in bed all day. And then I do when I feel horrible. Yeah. And our instincts aren't necessarily going to make us feel better. Our instincts are like driven by our id, our pleasure center, where it's like, I don't want to work out. I want to eat. I want to not shower. I just want to sit in bed. I just want to think about I want to scroll on Instagram until my brain turns to mush. And that just does not that's not relaxing as you would think it would be. That's on a day off. That makes a day go by in like two seconds and you feel disgusting afterwards. So I really have to act as a parent to myself is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, I say this while me and Devin could not look worse on a Zoom page together. I truly look like one of the drug addicts in the background of Breaking Bad. And I'm not going to roast you, Devin, but I'll just say that when I go on, you always have your hair pulled up. Like we are always in comfort clothes. Okay. I really don't appreciate you speaking for both of us in terms of looking bad, but all right. Um I am still fragile and still healing in case you couldn't tell. Just because she looks that she's okay, don't 
judge someone on their appearance until you walk a mile in their shoes. And if you walked a mile <laughs> in my shoes, you would know that I'm actually still healing and I'm very nervous about my appearance. And I actually have a scheduled appointment today to dye my hair, which oh, I what think color? like blonde ish. Mm. And I think that's like a really low it's healing. It's a low stakes breakup move. It's like it really is. I already got a tattoo. It's like I could get another Wait, tattoo. Wait, what tattoo? I'll show you a picture later. Wait, but what is it? Well, I'll I'll tell you later. But our readers want to know. That's too bad for them. <sighs> you guys, if you D- if you want to know, you can DM us and we'll tell you. I'll probably I'll post you. it on Instagram at some point. But there's that. There's just so many things that drastic things. And I think just dyeing my hair is like a pretty low stakes one. So I'm going to do that. And... I'm pretty excited about it. I was only said to say we look comfortable together. You do not look bad by any means. Okay, thanks. Thanks for clarifying. Oy vey. What else do we talk about? (laughs) I've said all I need to say. Well, to wrap up this episode, please write in if you would like us to cover any more breakup recovery aspects. Um... We have both obviously been through it in different stages in the past year or so. And what I'll say is sometimes you need to compare yourself to someone else to realize that you are actually in a good place. And and I don't recommend this documentary because it's too dark, but I look back at the Sarah Lawrence kids. I was at Sarah Lawrence, as we know. Wait, why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm like, where the hell are you going with this? I'm saying that, like, I was <laughs> devastated at Sarah Lawrence. I was incredibly depressed. Little did I know there was a fucking cult being run less than a mile away from me in a basement. And I was the one who thought my life was a mess. We're all uh, doing okay, is okay. what I'm trying to say. So you're saying there's always someone who has it worse than you? Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. And there's always an Instagram model you can compare yourself to. Or you could compare yourself to someone who didn't have a good parental figure in their life and so went for a guy named Larry that crashed on their roommate's couch. Okay, can we just say also about that documentary, like, no victim blaming involved, but of course there was a girlfriend who was like, um, this guy's fucking weird and I don't trust him. And her boyfriend was like, okay, you're wrong. And he yes. actually, <laughs> he could really help you. There's always like an instinctive woman in these cult things who's like, this actually seems really fucked up. Like, I don't like this guy. And then her boyfriend or husband is like, wow, you're sick and I hope you heal. And then in the end, she's right. But does she get to be happy about it? No, because people have people have become prostitutes at this point. People have been trafficked. And so, no, she can't even enjoy the vindication of being right. And I think that's sad. I think that she looked kind of happy to be right actually and i this is so weird and this is just how my brain works i was jealous of her like i was like wow can you imagine being right on that scale we've all been right in certain you know experiences especially with an ex and wanted to literally make a billboard about it and yet she gets to have a whole hulu documentary where she's like i saw the sign i know she's literally playing ace of bass in the background she might as well be I would love to be interviewed in a documentary. If anyone has a doc and they want Call like, us. a witness, hit me up. I'll say whatever. I'll say whatever <laughs> you want. I'll say I saw Bigfoot. <laughs> Aliens? Sure. I'll say that I saw that. I will support your shenanigans. I went to a bookstore last night and I was like wondering. I was like trying to find the self-help section the whole time. I'm like, where the fuck is the self-help section? Like, where is this? 
And then it turns out it was like there there was an author event where like a, people were speaking about this book they wrote and the self-help section like was right next to them. So all these people at the event were like watching me go look at a book that was like, why do you fail in love over and over again? And the author was like, so I chose to write this book about Bigfoot going camping because big. And I was like, wait, you know what? Who needs you that? all are the crazy ones. Oh, something's wrong with me for reading about why I fail in love and why I have toxic relationships. Well, why don't you look in the mirror? Because Bigfoot's fake. That's what I actually said to them. I said, Bigfoot's not real. Hello, Bigfoot's gay. And they didn't I even listen. We'll be talking about this on future pod episodes, but I just started reading Steve Harvey's Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Thank you. I, I was going to reverse it. Act Like a Man, Think Like a Lady. No. Do <laughs> no, not think like a lady. Dumb. <laughs> ladies are ladies stupid. Ladies are dumb. And I, here's what I want to say. It's good. Um, two absolute insane people recommended it to me in New York. People that you would not trust with any recommendation whatsoever. And yet I said the other night while looking for something to read on my phone before sleep, I said, sure, I'll try a sample of this from the Apple store. And as I began to read, I literally was like, I would like to invite Steve Harvey to have dinner at my house and host a bunch of single friends of mine so we could hear this wisdom because it, it was very helpful. Well, pass it on to me once I'm done with my year of magical thinking. Maybe I'll have my year of thinking like a man. How about that? Until then, I love you, Devin. Love you, Carol. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.